Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of the Young Warrior Society podcast. My name is Will, and I will once again be your host. So YWS, we're an organization of young patriots. We're looking to educate, inspire, and foster change among young Americans so they feel equipped to fight for democracy and all forms of tyranny. And how are we going to do this? Well, this episode, I think, is going to be a pivotal moment, and it's going to really shine some light on a lot of misinformation. Um, but I mean, the whole point of doing this, or at least one of the methods that we're using to accomplish this is to just get reliable information, sit down with the people who are in the field, know what they're talking about, are working day in and day out, and then take that information, pass it on to our peers, let them do with it what they want to, but the truth speaks. And with truth comes confidence, and with confidence comes spreading the message. So that's what we're aiming at, and I think this episode is going to help out a lot of people. So yesterday, I had the privilege to help my friends, help my fellow patriots uh, set up an event sponsored by Healthy Informed Georgia. I first and foremost want to thank all of the volunteers, the speakers, and the staff of Lanier Technical College. Basically, everyone who made this possible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, not only are, are the people who made this possible amazing, but I mean... Just the fact that we can do this, I mean, there are a lot of countries, North Korea, obviously, you, you can't do things like this. You can't have a peaceful gathering of people who just want to learn, um, you know, get educated, get inspired and take action. But America, we can still do that. And these are some of the freedoms I truly believe we need to, you know, stand for, take a stand for. Um, and if you have any doubts or if you feel that you're alone, I, I mean... The community that's been provided that I've been a part of has has pretty much eliminated that, which has been pretty much the biggest takeaway. Um, obviously, the relationships I've made, the people I've met, but that, that I feel like that all kind of goes into you know eliminating that loneliness or that feeling of hey, if I take a stand and start speaking my mind, I'm just going to get crushed because the opposition is just out there and they're loud. That's all it is. They're just loud. They're getting all the attention. But it's, it's a lot of bad information. I definitely will not say that everything that's coming out, especially from mass media, is true. I think most of the people listening to that are, but you are not alone. And while we're located in Georgia right now, wherever you are in the world, you can you, there are things that you can do that we're doing right now that you can either replicate or help your community. I'm sorry for that tangent, but th I mean, this is, this is literally what we're all about. So yesterday, <laughs> I had the privilege of uh, sitting down with the esteemed Dr. Peter McCullough for about 10 minutes. And if you don't know who this guy is, he is an absolute beast in his field, in the medical field. He got his medical degree from Texas Southwestern Medical School. Uh, he graduated in the Honor Society Alpha Omega Alpha. He completed his internal medicine residency at the University of Washington. He was a chief fellow at William Beaumont Hospital, and he got his master's degree in public health from the University of Michigan. Now, that's just really the tip of the iceberg. He has over 1,000 publications and 600 citations with the Natural Library of Medicine, making him the most published doctor in his field. While um, representing YWS during this interview, you know, I, I did want to ask questions that I would, I was hoping would provide hope 
to the youth in America. Uh, these questions are more targeted for the youth of America. I would say millennials, Gen Z, 30 and under really. However, if you're not in that age range or you think you might be too old, no, this is not the case because while I'm 29, I was asking about my parents. And if you're a parent and you have kids, you can take it from that side, that perspective and see what kids are asking. And I, I mean, really, really all this is, is we just need to like get back to loving each other, being each other's neighbors, being able to sit down at the dinner table, take care of each other, love each other, talk to each other, all this good stuff. And without further ado, I give you the YWS exclusive interview with Dr. Peter McCullough. Absolutely outstanding presentation. Now, I'm a Joe Rogan fan. I know a lot of people in my demographic watch Joe Rogan, so it was amazing to see somebody like you on there who is speaking really what needs to be heard, not only to you know the listeners of Joe Rogan, but like I'm going to pass it on to my peers. I wanted to ask about targeting people or being interviewed by people on the internet per se, uh, per se, and then how that might combat uh, mass psychosis, uh, predominantly in the younger generations, I'd say, you know, 35 or younger, really. I think it's uh, critical. I had a chance at one time to go on Louder with Crowder, which also has a younger demographic, and I received so much messaging that I'd never received before from different audiences. Uh, It's amazing how many young people don't have uh, television anymore. They don't have cable television, so they wouldn't even know what's on the major newswires. Uh, the other observation I'll make is it seems like because of the censorship, people know that the information is censored. Now is the time of the independent podcaster. I've never seen so many podcasts and, di- and analyses being done. It's really an unbelievably vigorous time and exciting time for the media. Now, I like how you're bringing up examples about these major universities, Harvard, you know, universities that would usually be regarded in their fields. But I mean, A, you've been with people who are in those fields. I mean, you're well connected, um, bringing up the Harvard example. Um, But to be invited, to be really a part of what they're doing, and then almost all of a sudden for them to just completely ignore you, not invite you to do what seems to be necessary for the students or even the, the kids who are in high school right now who are thinking about going to these universities, you know, what, what would you like to say to them? And then what would you, if you were in their shoes, kind of what would you do to not necessarily change things around, but at least go to the faculty and be like, hey, this, we can do better? Young people need to ask questions. Uh, we've had tens of millions of Americans get COVID-19. The young people should be asking, why aren't we treating the problem? Why are we letting people get so sick and become hospitalized? We don't do that for other outpatient conditions. You know, there's conditions like diverticulitis, pyelonephritis, uh, community-acquired pneumonia. We always have outpatient treatment strategies. People should ask the question, why are we not promoting and testing outpatient treatment strategies? The Mayo Clinic has expansive resources. I've given grand rounds there. They should have had clinical trials using drugs to treat COVID-19 very early on. So should Emory. So should uh, Southwestern. That's where I went to medical school. Michigan's where I went to graduate school. These are prestigious universities. For them to sit back and provide no research to the community. No, there should be rich uh, offering of clinical trials. Every single American should have been in a randomized trial of medical therapy to prevent hospitalization and death. So many Americans were told, go home, do nothing, and they were railroaded into the hospital. But what are some things, 
in the family when kids or you know younger generations are almost being pressured by their parents what are some things you would suggest that you know these kids can do the fundamental understanding should be that you can't spread the virus you can't hurt somebody unless you have symptoms so if you go home and you feel perfectly well you're of no threat to your parents whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated now if either one of your parents starts to get symptoms they could get COVID-19 because the vaccines don't stop transmission of COVID-19. So it's all about paying attention to symptoms, not the vaccination status. It's much more about symptoms. And I think if they could get that understanding, that'd be important. The best prevention of COVID-19 is an oral and nasal wash with dilute povidone iodine. Everybody should be doing this. Uh, if you, before you go into the uh, family environment, let's say you're uh, traveling around here in Atlanta and you're gonna go over on Christmas day, do, you know, the night before and the morning of, do a, a wash. It's very simple. Make sure that basically cleanses your nose to make sure that if you have the virus, it's at a very low level and it's not transmissible. I mean, you don't transmit it unless you have symptoms. COVID-19 is not going away. People need to understand that we need strategies now. And it's clear this uniform vaccination strategy. If you told your parents, I took the vaccine, everything I said still applies. You still have to pay attention to exactly. symptoms. You still couldn't go home. So explain, tell mom and dad, listen, if I take the vaccine, I still have to pay attention to symptoms. I can't come over five symptoms. I, if you have symptoms, you can't be around dad. And that we all should be doing oral nasal washes. So it's still the same. I think, you know, uh, the biggest thing is that uh, children, uh, COVID-19 is less than the common cold. It's indistinguishable from the common cold. They get four to eight colds a year anyway. So COVID-19 has pretty much made us run in, in the pediatric population. My estimate is probably 80% of the kids have had it. That's the reason why we're not having any school outbreaks. So we can just leave the kids alone. No special uh, concerns at this point in time. If there is a susceptible child and they're overweight, certainly healthy diets, losing weight, staying away from uh, sugar, starches, saturated fats in the diet, these types of things are reasonable. More physical activity, more sunlight. Uh, the data on uh, a general multivitamin for a child is fine. The data on vitamin D in adults is compelling. I'm not aware of any data in children, but boy, I tell you what, in a meta-analysis, an adult who achieves a vitamin D level over 50 on a blood test, it's almost impossible to die of COVID-19. Really? So, yeah, it's stunning. And so uh, supplemental vitamin D in general for an adult is 5,000 international units a day, and then acute treatment, we go to 20,000. Units and, and the oral intake of vitamin D is not enough. We should get some sun on our faces. So when I leave here today, if I'm waiting for the car, I'll get a little bit of sun on my face uh, for a few minutes. I'm converting that vitamin D. Well, I definitely hope you do, sir. We, we appreciate this so much. I'm going to be blasting all your information to as many places as I can. And I guess not too much of a gimmicky question, but I mean, you've blown away this crowd. You've blown away so many people just by speaking the truth. Do you see yourself going, I don't want to say higher, but I mean, Surgeon General, some some place in the government where you feel like you can do more work, or is this where you feel like you are you can do the most? If asked uh, to serve, I'll, I'll do it. All right. Well, Dr. McCullough, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much, and happy holidays to you. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope this episode brought you some value. You can learn more about Dr. Peter McCullough at www 
dot heartplace. That's one word, H-E-A-R-T-P-L-A-C-E dot com. And of course, if you'd like to keep up with everything Young Warrior Society, please check out our website at youngwarriorsociety.org. The podcast is currently on Spotify and Anchor. We're hoping to get on Apple and a bunch of other platforms. But if you're looking for the podcast, Spotify and Anchor will be your best bets. And as always, all that information will be on our website. We'll be posting links everywhere. And there was a lot of great information, a lot of slides, a lot of a lot of heavy-duty science stuff that I'm not even going to try to explain that Dr. Peter McCullough and uh, the rest of the panel uh, shared with us. So we will be posting all those resources on the website. We'll be posting links that you can go directly to the sources. We've got a lot of stuff for you guys. So I'm very excited to bring that to you guys. Thank you so much for sticking with me on this journey, or if this is like your first episode, thank you for just checking us out. All right. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you all so much.